You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to the Uplevel Lounge. I am Melissa Froelich, and I've got my dear friend, Kiva Slade, here today. Kiva and mm-hmm. I go back uh, quite a while now, um, yeah. <laughs> being you know professional counterparts. She's coached with me, and she's going to share today about a really fun topic, which is adding consulting to her, her business model. And I think some of the things that are going to be most exciting are this didn't mean that she blew up or burned down her current business model, right? (laughs) This was in addition to, but also like why, what were the resistances coming up? We're going to talk about that. If you are new to the group, Hey Allie, I'm so glad you're on. If you're new to the group, first of all, welcome. This is a really fun community. I just looked today and we're over 600 members, which to me is a lot because I'm being very strategic about having this be a small and intimate group. Hey, Amy, how's it going? If you are hopping on and you're on your computer, if you can grant StreamYard permission, then I can see who your name is. Otherwise I get all these Facebook users popping up. That's all I can see. So really this is going to be talking about consulting and is it something that you might want to consider adding to your business model, right? And the beauty of this is, is it something that you can do, whether you're an online business manager or a director of operations or both, or, you know, a graphic designer or a podcast manager, like all the different things. And it's something that needs to appeal to you and bring you some like excitement and joy. It's not for everyone. And if it doesn't resonate with you, that's totally fine too. I will be sharing the link. We are launching a brand new program, the Consulting Framework Accelerator. And several of the ladies who are already popping on have already joined via the waitlist. We are officially open for enrollment. I'll share the link for that. But the other exciting piece of news is Kiva is our official accountability coach within the program. So I'm super honored to have her uh, be part of something that I'm really excited about as well. So I'm going to turn it over to you, to Kiva. Just kind of tell us about who you are, but also your journey to getting here, like all the things that you've acquired along the way in terms of experience and identities. Yeah. So, hey, ladies. So I'm super excited and so thrilled that Melissa asked me and I'm here to share this with you. So I am Kiva Slade. For those who do not know, I am a certified online business manager. And next week, I believe I'll be a certified director of operations. So um, I'm super excited about that, too. So look, those are two things that I've collected along the way (laughs) in terms of certifications. Um, But as for me, um. My journey here has been a little different than some others. Um, 
many eons ago, I was a legislative director on Capitol Hill and I knew like, you know, that was like going to be my life. If I'm honest, I always wanted to do politics and law and um, didn't do either. I also wanted to be a Dallas Cowgirl cheerleader. So that's another thing I haven't done. (laughs) Yes, I've always loved that. So, um, but yeah, I I met a guy, I got married and literally wound up staying home and being a homeschool mom for like 18 years. And so 2019, our daughter was going into senior year of high school and mom went through a cathartic crisis of what do I do now with my life? Because I knew I didn't want to go back to politics. So I started actually as a VA. I felt like I had been living under a rock though, because I was like, I didn't even know people got paid to do these things. And I stumbled across Abby Ashley's program. I did the virtual savvy and within three months was like, seriously, there's so much more to me than this. Um, so what's next? which led to OBM, which then led to DOO. And in between those, or kind of like concurrent with those, was coaching with Melissa. And um, so I just really have, I don't know, I'm starting to feel like I'm finding my stride. Um, You know, like I love that scene in The Matrix where he kind of realizes he's the one and he's like, kind of expands and, and contracts. And it's like, yeah, I feel like I'm coming into my powers. So <laughs> that's like my um, way here. And I'm super excited. So I mean, like the OBM DOO journey has been amazing, but consulting on my high fact finders out there, let's talk on it. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's, what, what is your Colby? Oh gosh, it is. Let me see here. Eight, five, three, four. So funny. I do the same thing. Eight, five, three, four. And mine is eight, three, five, three. So very, very similar. But yes, having that high fact finder number usually correlates a lot with like people who are a good fit for consulting because it's like, oh, I let me find the information. Let me help you figure out like the missing pieces here to actually put a plan into action. Right. So where did you like tell us about your mix of services now? Because you do some implementation to some degree, right? And and have a retainer, but then you also have added this. So talk about kind of that evolution of ways to work with Kiva. Yeah. So I do, it's funny, like my OBM kind of DO work, I try to do as little implementation as possible. I am so like, I'm not that person. <laughs> um, so, and I'm also, I've been told a little high, I'm, I'm pricey. I've been told as well. And I was just like, what I'm worth it. So um, <laughs> that's what I say. So with that, um, I sit there and um, I have two retainer clients right now. One I was just sharing with Melissa. She's been online for like 10 years now. Um, but so impressive in this, yeah, in this, like, like this world. This, like that. Yes, in this world. And she's like this amazing woman. Her husband's on the team. So that's kind of funny. Like, I, you know, she's like, tell him to do this. You know, I get to boss him around. So that's always fun because she's the one who's like, put your bossy pants on for those of us who caught that. Okay. So she's the one who's like, he will wear your bossy pants. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I have two clients that are strictly retainer. We, I, I manage their teams and I drive the bus. And then though, also I'm one of those people who pretty much, I will get on a discovery call with almost anyone um, for the simple fact that, yeah, they may not be ready for that level of service from me, or they might need a strategic mapping or strategy session for me. But then there's some who do fall in that category where it's like, you know what? Maybe you just need my brain. You need my brain to help guide you where you want to go. You have maybe a small team and you know what you want to do. You really just don't know how to get there. So I don't advertise my consulting. It's really like, okay, I'm on the phone with you, Zoom. And I'm like, you know what? 
this might actually be the best offer for you. And I've been presented that way. And I have to chuckle, like my first consulting client, he found me in the OBM directory. Which this is I my favorite was, story. Like I, love it, I remember <laughs> he this found me in life. that directory, and I was like, when I got on the call, it's like, well, what even led you to that directory? Because he's literally a, he's not an online based business. He's a brick and mortar business in Washington D.C. And he said he was um, doing some small business. I guess somebody was consulting with him, and they said that this is what you need. And they told him to go figure out what that is. And so he who, googled who online on business manager. Like somebody <laughs> said, this is yes. what you need, right? How many times do we hear that? Like, exactly. but they have no idea. I had no idea. And he was like, so he Googled online business manager and the, you know, um, Tina's website came up and he started looking and obviously I'm in Maryland. So he was like, Hey, let me book a call with you. And I was like, okay, cool. And this guy is a hoot. Okay. An absolute hoot. <laughs> I'm like talking to him. He has this photography business. That's videography. He was like light years ahead of everyone else, like investing into things to do virtual and tele kind of stuff. And he was like, nobody wanted his services. Of course, then the pandemic hit and everyone's like, like, yo, where's that dude at that has that stuff that can make me be online, you know? So it's like business was booming and he was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I like, he was literally like scheduling his own photographers. He's trying to communicate with them by a, via text and doing all of these things that I'm just like, when do you actually get anything done? He's like, I don't. And I was like, oh, let me talk to you about that. <laughs> so we literally had this conversation. I pitched him and I literally got off the phone and I was like, boxering Melissa, I guess it's like, he said, yes, he <laughs> wants to do it, you know? And it was like this amazing feeling because I'll have to be honest with you. I told Melissa, like, no one's going to pay me for my brain. It's just not going to happen. You know, and she's like, yes, they will. And I'm like, no, they won't. Okay. <laughs> but that's literally what he said. He was like, I know what I do well. And he's like, I know what I don't do well. And he's like, and that's all of these other things. And he's like, I don't know how to get to where I need to be. And, um, with that being the case, I, we just literally connected and, uh, he, he listens. Like I sent him the book traction. That was our like welcoming gift and everything. And he was like, he told me I was like the second person to send him a book. Okay. In his life. And so I was like extra special then. <laughs> and so I was like, I sent him a book and then he's been reading it. And he like comes to our meetings with questions like, so how do we get to this point? And so I told him to like do his mapping of his goals. So he like this year he wants, he normally hits about 225. So he's like 225. I was like, okay, where do you want to be next year? And he's like, oh, 600. I said, well, what about the third year? He's like 4.3 billion. And I was like, <laughs> huh? Like, you know, like my math skills, just like why well, didn't compute. And he was like, He's like, with you on my team, he's like, I'm going to hit $4.3 billion. <laughs> and so that's our running joke now that his um, his goals are $4.3 billion, not million girls, billion dollars. <laughs> oh, how did he come up with it? Just that's amazing. He just pulled that number completely out of the air. I'm oh, I'm at like, this particular okay, point. He's <laughs> like, that's. But here's the thing, like you just said, like I sent him a book and he reads it. Could you have imagined like even your first OBM client, like you send them a book because you're going to assume they know all the things, right? Yep. And now you just came in not only level, but up here, Somebody's saying like, I know what I do, but I know, you know, a whole lot more. And can you help me uncover all the things? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I can. I, yep. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to pay me for this. Like, this is, this is the secret, it's like gold. magical sauce. But let's talk about back to that thing of like, okay, yeah, you need me. You need my brain. 
but nobody's going to pay me for that. Like, right. That constant, like push and pull of like actually believing that somebody is going to, to value that. Right. And now what's happened is if anybody comes and they're like, Hey, I need an OBM. And you're like, "Mm, no, you don't, you're going to be able to say you are going to need an OBM, but first let's focus on X, Y, and Z. And here's how I can help you. And people find magic in that, but talk to some of the things of like, when the light bulb started to come on, like there's more to me than just being in like a retainer role, right? What, what were some of the things you couldn't deny anymore? Maybe things people told you or discovering about yourself. Is I think a huge part of it was the strategy part. Like I've always like, you know, who here was that child who walks past the tangled like Christmas lights and was like, one second. I need to undo this. <laughs> okay. Because this is bothering me. Like there's a solution here. This is not complicated people. We can untangle these, you know, like th- you're the person who doesn't want to like put away the puzzle. You're like, no, all the pieces. I need all the pieces to be here. Someone needs to find this one piece. That's not here. here. You know, it's just like, you have that brain where you're always like, you're seeing something or something happens and you're like, you know, there's a way to fix that. You can actually do this, this, and this, you know? And most people, if you've been around me long enough, you're probably rolling your eyes like, yeah, she has an opinion about everything and a step-by-step <laughs> process on how you can get to her opinion, you know? And I'm like, well, I'm just saying. Because um, you, and, and let's be honest, for most of us, we also always think our opinion is like the best one. Because why? We're high fact finders. I've read probably 10 books on it. So trust me, when I tell you to do A, B, and C, That's such a good point. this is why you should do it because I've read it and I've exhausted all resources on it. Do A, B, and C, you'll be so much, much better. If you can identify with that, then you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, um, that, that might be me he was talking about. Because at that point, you start to realize like, problems are coming to you or people are talking to you about things and you're just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and it really does flow off of you. So if you're loving strategy sessions, you're loving the fact that, you know what, you see a problem and you want to actually solve it, you not dwell like, okay, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem problem. No, you're <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's not, a, oh, that's not a big deal at all. All you need to do is, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and it's just like, oh, That's what I do on a regular basis. So that's when it really kind of clicked for me. Like, no, actually, you can really dream bigger, think bigger. And I think that was one of the things that Chris, my client, he loves is that he knows he like, you know, even if he pulls $4.3 billion out of the air, you know, but it's more about the fact that, hey, like these dreams are actually possible if I have somebody who's helping me, guiding me through that process, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's when it comes, it's like you, you give people hope really when it comes to that, because a lot of times they're mired down in what they're doing on the day to day. And they're like, the dreams have kind of dimmed, you know, and now they're like, wait, I can start to see again. It's starting to get brighter again because you're like actually telling them like, no, actually that's not that bad of a deal. Like, let's do this, this, and this. And you break it down into steps that makes it seem so much more manageable for them and attainable. And then it's like, oh, so all I have to do is this, this, and this by two weeks from now? Yep, that's all you got to do. Come back and we're going to talk about it. And he's like, oh, well, I can do this, this, and this. But that's doing those three things feels so much more lighter than, hey, I need you to grow your business by 4.23% by next month. You know, like whatever. (laughs) You know, it's like, that sounds like, well, okay, but how? But if I tell you to 
read this chapter and I don't know, I'm just going to make this up. Read this chapter in traction. I want you to research this, you know, and then I also want you to do this, this, and that. He's, it's just a much easier way to get to that point A to point B than it seems. You make that distance shorter for them. That's yeah. what you, you really do. You do. And they're buying the Cliff Notes access to all the things, the all nine books you've already read. So Pam asked the question, <laughs> you know, do you use traction as your exclusive methodology, like an official EOS implementer? I mean, I know the answer, but girl, you answer this. Like, no, honey. I know. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> Not at all. But I mean, like, it helps to know different things, you know, like I, I, I do like what Gino shares in traction and it's a good thing for, especially those that are true on visionaries. Like they got ideas coming at, like just all right. the time. It's just like, ah, oh, they're overwhelmed sometimes by their own ideas. So that's something that they can relate to and it makes sense for them. But no, I am quick to pull out any of those other, any other sources. And I think that's like the biggest thing is that constant ability that you have to, to read, you know, and to soak in information, just to be able to share that, you know? And I think that understanding that none of us knows everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let that pressure go. You're not going to know everything. Okay. And guess what? You might actually tell them something that is wrong, <laughs> you know, but it seems right at the moment. Um, as long as no one dies, no one loses a whole bunch of money, we're going to be okay. Okay. So, and I know nobody would do that, but I'm just saying like, not everything you say is going to be 100% spot on based on the information that you have, you're making the best decision that you know of at that particular point. And I think that that's what you have to rest in, but then also realizing even from that is that constant ability to take in other things. And not even related to that, like I had um, in, in your group, Pam Blackman, she asked a question about LinkedIn and I was like, busy. Then I sent her like an 11 minute loom and she sent me a message. She was like, so I don't see LinkedIn services on your website. I was like, honey, I don't, I don't do that. Like you just asked a question. I was just helping you. She's like, no, you gave me more in that video than most people have given me for courses I've paid for. You should think about that. And I was like, really now, you know, but it was like one of those things. She was like, that's a strategy. Like you understood what I was trying to do and you told me how to get there, you know? And so for many of us, we're always, we're doling that stuff out, like sugar, you know, to babies. We're just like, oh, you have a problem. Let me talk to you about it. And we're just, blah, blah, blah. and so if that's like you, this is something that you should definitely think about because you probably have lots of little pockets of information. Like, what was it? White men can't jump. You're Rosie Perez. You know all <laughs> foods that start with a Q. And you can clear that Jeopardy category of all foods that start with a Q. Most of us can't get past quince and quiche, you know? But here Rosie is with a whole seven or whatever categories. If you're that person, this is perfect because you're going to pull in so many different things. So it might be some traction. It might be some James Clear atomic habits that gets mixed in there too, because that's something that someone needs to think about and consider. You know, it might be that they also need to something Simon Sinek said on, you saw a post and was like, well, let me dig a little deeper into that. And then you're sharing that. It's a hodgepodge potpourri, um, goulash. Just mix it, but, put it all in the crock pot and turn it on. You know, and we don't have to be the experts because we are you're the conduit, right? Because of our hack, high fact finder and our love for strategy, and we don't even identify the strategy. I loved what you were saying there because it's just what we do, it's just how our brain works. But I find a lot of people that come to me for the 
you know, consulting role, they are, they're like a five or, or lower, but usually I love the, the five because they want a little bit of information, but like, they're going to trust when mm-hmm. I come and say, we're going to do this because they know I've already figured it out. Right. And so yeah. that's a, a magic mix. But like today I, I just wrapped up a consulting call and I, I literally gave my client action items and I do every time, but hers, I even broke it down. Like she had a list, but I was like, listen, I, I want you to do three things. I'm looking at the actual thing. I want you to focus on getting those last 70 members into your membership group. Like that's it. And we have a strategy that we've mapped out for that. Then we're going to, I want you to have this conversation. And then I want you to start writing out the job description in terms of the cultural fit for the person you're looking for in a management mm-hmm. role on your team. All the other things we talked about that are nice to have, like, we're going to talk about those next time. I've got you covered, but I want you to do these three things. Now, if you would have right. told me two years ago that I would be telling like multi six and seven figure business owners, here are the three things I want you to do. I've been like crazy, but it's just <laughs> like what you said. Like I reach back for traction, for instance, I know that I'm going to tell people to start on page 34 of traction when they <laughs> haven't started to dig into core values. I kid you not, like I'm going to pull this out there's a sticky note here and I always flip back <laughs> two pages because I have it on the wrong damn page for whatever reason. And the night, so I go back here, I'm like, Oh, 34, 35. Yep. Seriously. Like here yep. it is. Start here. And then if we need to talk about, you know, here's another one, like these are getting real tattered, right? We need to start thinking about our core focus. I'm going to go to one page 152. I don't have to have it all figured out. And just like you said, mm-hmm. it might not always be the perfectly, but I'm going to help people get in a different direction that they yeah. weren't necessarily going to move in on their own or them forward. And honestly, that's what people are wanting. They're stuck, you know, yes. and you're able to move them forward. And that's the thing that they're wanting. Like if they could move themselves forward, trust me, they would. But in many cases they can't, they're stuck where they are and they're in like, the, they're just in the minutia. And it's like, okay, I'm on the hamster wheel and I so want to get off, but I really just don't know how and nobody's slowing the wheel down, you know? And you come in and you you literally help slow the wheel down and give them a way off the wheel. And that's what they're looking for because that moves them from where they were to a step closer to where they want to be. Absolutely. Um, I'm looking at some of the questions that are coming in. So Lindsay said, yes, please tell me all the things. But, you know, Lindsay, the graphic designer and... That is also a really critical role that you can be a consultant in. And she consults with me every day on my team, whether or not she's ready to recognize that or not. You know, working on this program, the Consulting Framework Accelerator, I wanted a little bit of a different feel to that product, you know, still on brand. But I was like, can you here? Here's what I want it to be. And she came back with three gorgeous concepts. And I was just like, can you tell me which one? Which one? emulates what I'm trying to say best. And she said, well, I suggest this one. And then there was something else like, I don't decide actually, it's more stressful if I decide because she knows me well enough and she's the expert. So I'd rather she just said, here's what I think you should do. And like, to me, that's invaluable. Because if it's up to me, I'm going to sit there and like, analyze it and probably ask mm-hmm. my 20 best friends who don't know shit about my brand. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so like, it's a you're like, oh, I like that color and... over there. And you're yeah. like, oh, really? You don't have to tell me about this. Yeah. No. <laughs> so everybody has some type of like, you know, strategic capacity inside of them. It's whether or not like, does it light you up? Do you love it? Yes. Can you see yourself? Because I just did a, a podcast that launched with Natalie Gingrich. And we talked a lot about like the, the synergy between consulting and leadership, like they really do go hand in hand, you have to be willing to lead people. And so if you're not 
like that's not your space and you don't want to get there alongside of them and sometimes like pull them along, then like that's okay too. But if you know that you have that capacity, but it's just about mindset and confidence, we can help you with that in the program for sure. Yeah. Um, And I think that's the mindset part is obviously huge. You have to believe that you like what you know is actually worth sharing. Um, you know, and that's so which is hard to get, you know, like because we I'm cracking up. So Lindsay says she needs to gotta put your names up here. I don't even know who's saying anything. Right. So so Amy (laughs) Keys was like, I learned so much from Lindsay in her consulting pants. And then Lindsay said, I need consulting pants. Oh my gosh, Kiva, I see a whole shop we're gonna open up. I'm about to say we got consulting pants, we got bossy pants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we have a great question here. Kiva, what's your take on the word strategy? I come across a lot of entrepreneurs who feel it's a dirty word, something connected to a sleazy marketing or destructive business practice. I recently figured out this, probably the reason for my strategy sessions and strategic consulting isn't selling at all. I almost never close sales calls on those. Is this something you recognize? That's a really good question. I battle with that myself because I was like, is it a strategy? Is it strategic? Is it this? Is it that? And there is something like there is something in the words that doesn't always resonate with people. You know, I, I've, uh, what's that laser coaching? Uh, there's some other terminologies that are out there. Yeah, that is a hard one. And I think more of it is when you're having the conversations, maybe not even using the word strategy session or strategy call or whatever you're calling it. And just really talk to them about getting to what are the solutions that they want to arrive at? And how do you get them to that solution? Okay. Is that a 90 minute session with you session um, with you? And we're going to dig deep into your business. Okay. Maybe, Hey, we've been talking about Gino all day. Call it attraction, (laughs) you know, something along that line. Like I'm going to help you get you traction or something. But I mean, like literally don't, I say all that to say, yeah, the word can come across that way. Um, one of the things I was, uh, talking about with someone else is like about calling someone up instead of calling them out, you know? And I, I like use that now in my copy because I do think sometimes that people feel like, you know, you're going to come into their business and just, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, and you did this wrong. So let me tell you how to fix all that. No, no one really wants that. They want you to come alongside as a partner, you know? So how can you partner up with this person to gain them the solutions they want? How do you partner up with them to get them to the, where they want to be in their business to help them gain traction? So sometimes don't, I try not to even use the words, if I'm honest, you know, even when I was telling, selling Chris on the consulting, I was just like, it's, I'm going to be advising you on the things that you should do next. Mm -hmm. Cause honestly, I can't make you do, you know, (laughs) I mean, like, honestly, I can tell you, I send you my little Google doc. You're in there as well. You know, like, but from week to every two weeks, like, you could totally blow me off and be like, yeah, whatever. I'll just come They'll to the call, call and not, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> everything so, but a strategist or everything but a consultant, right? And so that's interesting. Yes. I'm glad that that question got brought up. I've never had any resistance or any like words. People seem to like want it. And maybe it's my type of ICA. They're like, I need better strategies. I'm good at my thing, but now I need better strategies. So I think the the takeaway is what you touched on. It's, it's knowing what resonates with your audience. And if that word isn't there, then don't use it, right? And and speak their language. And, you know, this is going to be a clarity call or a, like you said, traction or solutions um, session, whatever, whatever. Breakthrough, breakdown. Exactly. I mean, like whatever, you know, we're (laughs) gonna break it up, whatever, you know. That's why some people, like I personally can't stand the term brain dump session. I say it all the time in my coaching because people understand that term, but like, 
my people aren't going to resonate with that as much, but maybe there are people like those sell, right? People have brain dump sessions. And so don't get hung up on the terms as much as just like you said, the transformations, the solutions, getting people where they want to be, or maybe where they need to be instead of where they think that they need to be. Right. That's right. also really important. But I use terms normally like that's farther than where they thought they were. Like totally. you help them see those possibilities. Like, you know, Hey, maybe it's a possibilities call. I don't know. I'm just tossing these words out and y'all know I'm not a wordsmith, but <laughs> you know, but Maybe that's this what is your it job. Is. You can help be the namer of, yeah. of, the name of, some of this stuff, but <laughs> coming guys. alongside is really important. I, I speak that a lot. Like I'm going to come alongside you in your business and find out where you are and help you figure out next steps to where you want to be based on, you know, my experience and the knowledge I have, and also from being in other businesses. But yeah, advisory is a really, really good term. I hear a yeah. lot of people putting strategists out of what I do and just call just a copywriter. So they're cutting out the word or the the function? Tell me more about that. I think I know she, Brianna's working on her bringing her next level offer to life. And so I think this might be what she's getting from the feedback. And mm -hmm. what I can say to that, because she was asking me some questions offline last night, and I don't necessarily, and this is, this is just like speaking, and this is where it would be important to do your market research, right? I don't necessarily think of all copy, all email marketing as strategy based. And she pulled this out. She's like, do you feel like this is more of a necessary evil or whatever? And I was like, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. But when it's about something specific, like about a launch or a product or whatever, like there's nurturing and daily communication. And this is just my brain versus like, what is the strategy to have people take a specific action? Right. right. So like conversion where, copy is different than, right. Yeah. I'll just, I you mean, know, writing some email sequences, maybe, you know, that aren't designed to strategist, But most okay. people call me an email copywriter. Okay. Okay. Do so, they pay you on time? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you want. No, just kidding. <laughs> and I think that's where the education piece comes in, in terms of yeah. this is what I help people accomplish, right? That's yeah. where the challenge is. And that's where like this program that we're going to do, I'm going to walk you through the framework. You're going to walk away with your consulting offer and you're going to be able to go out there and be a consultant, but I can't make you sell it. I can't make you be willing to figure out how to tweak your marketing to educate your specific audience. I can give you tips and Kiva and I are going to help you think like you've never thought before, but like you have to be willing to like get uncomfortable with showing up as the most confident version of yourself and being a strategic advisor or take out the word strategy if you don't like it, yeah. but being somebody who is going to lead and guide people with specific next actionable steps. You have to be willing to go in there alongside of a business owner who might be work making three, five times more than you and say, here's what I need you to do before our next session. Okay. Yep. It's not coaching. I want to be really clear about that. And and there's a lot of, you know, that, that's going to be something we're going to go more in depth about, but coaching is really holding space for people to arrive at their own decisions about things. Like, you know, you already have what's in that's why like my coaching is really a blend of mentoring and coaching because sometimes i'm going to tell you listen this is what you need to do like you've got to go out there and do the consulting offer but it's also helping kiva pull out does this resonate with you do you feel like you want to also add this offer that's the coaching piece consulting is i hear what you're challenged with let's dig a little deeper here's what i recommend that you go and implement here's here are the next steps that you need to do in order to reach your goal okay or say 
based on what I know about your business and what you've shared and you saying this is your goal, I think we actually need to look at realigning or readjusting what this is. You have to come in with this brain that can see the big picture that they can't see for themselves. And then you're going to bring the pieces to help them move forward. Yep. So that's the difference there. Um, what I mean, do we and have sometimes here? it's small things. Like you might not think that the things are huge. Like I was telling Melissa earlier, my, <laughs> he sent me a message today. And one of the things he said is one of his accomplishments was he set up Boxer. You know, which doesn't seem huge, but the way he was texting everybody on his team, who you know, now he can send out like a one last <laughs> message, like it's huge, you know? So, I mean, it's just the different things like that, that um, you just do what I say. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's actually the hashtag secretly, right? <laughs> you know? But they won't. But, you know, it's sometimes it's really just small things that allow pers a person to either kind of close a tab in their brain and or let them see beyond what they were seeing. Um, so I think that that's important too. And it seems like Amy said the difference between contractor and consulting is super tough. Yeah, I think a lot of that is how you position yourself when you come in to it, you know, like really being super clear, like even with my retainer clients, I'm like, I'm here's your partner you know, and that's where the level I'm coming in at. I may not always agree with you. I'm going to tell you when I don't think that what you said is right. I'll still support you, but I'm also going to tell you what I think is probably the better solution in many cases. Um, and they really, you know, I, I, it means that sometimes we have to have some hard conversations, but those have happened and they've gone over well, though, because we've understood that, like, I'm there for them. I'm there for their business. Um, mm -hmm. and I want their business to do well. Um, even if some of those decisions to get to that point may not be the most pleasant, but really coming in, establishing yourself, like part of that is the mindset to know that I am establishing myself as the authority in this and, or as an authority in my space. And, um, that helps with, I think that differentiation between contractor and consulting yeah. And I like to think of like the contractor, like that's the role you play in terms of the engagement, like the employment contract, right? right. You're a contractor, not an employee, but you're a consultant, not somebody who is working with them in a retainer or implementation basis. And yeah. you said it exactly right. Like you're going to sometimes tell them maybe what they didn't want to hear. Like I have done that so many times in my consulting work where people come to me and they say, you know, I want to grow my business and I want to do this and this and this. And I'm like, Okay, those are all great things. And let's look at what you already have and let's grow this membership so this can support those next level things so that you can also exactly. grow a team and this and that. And they're like, well, that doesn't sound as fun. But I'm like, but this is the necessary steps. Trust me, you want to take these steps first. Like, and here's why. And then they're like, great, that's why I hired you. Tell me, tell me what I need to do. Yeah. So, and that happened with Chris. He came in one one of our meetings and he totally had flipped the script and he was like, so this is what I've been working on. And he laid out a whole thing that I had never even heard of before. And he was like, I'm starting this cables channel and sports and this, any other. And I just kind of sat there. I was like this on zoom. Like, and he's like, but wait. And I was like, okay. He's like, I knew that you were going to have questions. And so, 
And he literally mm. rattled off like answers to the questions I hadn't asked yet. <laughs> but he's like, and so this is why I did this pivot. And this is what this is going to do. And this is who I've spoken to. And I've also made this contact and I've made this connection and I've done this and I've done. So he was like prepared to present his defense <laughs> as to what else he had done because he knew that my job is to come in there and literally, you know, poke holes in quite a few things to make sure it's sound and wise in terms of moving forward. But he had done all of the poking before I could poke. <laughs> so let's talk about like how, how much time are you spending on a week with Chris? We have one phone call every two weeks. <laughs> um, and that's for one hour. Actually. And how much does he boxer you? He just today set up Boxer, so he's not. Oh, that's right. Me at all. So before that, like, <laughs> email, how many times did he email you? Okay. Um, once. <laughs> like literally. And this that's isn't it. the rare case, ladies. I <laughs> want to be really clear about this. Like, this isn't a magic offer that I decided that I wanted to pop out there because I want to make money. This is a magic offer because it's transformational, in terms of finally being able to stop trading time for money. I mean, honest to goodness, I have a whole roster of consulting clients in addition to my coaching clients, right? And they're dream clients, every single one of them. And I have really learned in the last year that it doesn't matter what type of business model they have. It's about the type of person who's coming and saying like, I need you to help me know what I don't know. I need you to help me figure out how to start moving forward again. And they're willing to do the work. They're coachable, they're trainable, they're accountable, they're curious, like all of those things, like check, check, check on my ideal client roster, right? Versus somebody who is needy, these people aren't, and that's it. They want to be guided because they're too damn busy to be bothering you all the time. And so that's part of like being able to decide what your framework looks like. So with the, and this is, I know you haven't been doing it a long time, but talk to us about like, what does that look like in comparison to if somebody wanted to work with you, you know, in a, a full-time retainer basis or, or in one of your retainer slots? In they're comparison, killing you like, on Slack, they're killing you on Boxer, they're killing you on email, they're killing you in a project management tool. I mean, they're just like, there's tentacles like everywhere that are kind of like, you know, if anyone has kids when they were like little and you're just like feeling grabbed and like <laughs> on all, all the, all the oh, time. Oh, you mean my life right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, they're just like, you're like, someone's pulling at me yet again. Um, and, and, and that's, I think one of the huge differences is also you're a, I mean, in a retainer relationship, you're, you're expected to kind of like, you know, provide a response when, and whatever your time frame is and, you know, kind of these other things. And it's, it's more day to day, you know, when exactly. you, the consulting isn't the day to day. And honestly, when you, they're given um, advice, it's like, they literally want to run and go implement it, like with themselves, their teams or whatever. And then they're like, okay, kind of come back for the next dopamine hit, like, okay, I've done this, this and this, what do I do next? You know, and it's just like, <laughs> Okay, I've done this. What do I do next? You know, and and I think that that's one of the biggest differences is there isn't that that feeling that every single day or whatever your you know work days are that that's when you're needing to show up for this person and having that ability to say, hey, yeah, you can reach me via Voxer. Mm -hmm. It's out there as a value add. Most of the time, it's not taken advantage of. It's just like, oh, okay. You know, it's, thanks for that. Really, really. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sure like everybody's going, yeah, right. Is this like a sales tactic? Like, are you sure? <laughs> no. 
It's um, like they really just have other things to do and they want you for your brain. They're not looking for you to then also like give me the recipe and okay, I'm good going to the kitchen myself and now making it. This is such a good analogy. That's yeah. what it is. Like they just, they want you for the recipe. They don't want you to then go in, put the ingredients in the KitchenAid, turn it on, make sure the oven's on, butter the pan, you know, like not doing all those steps. Just give me the recipe. Okay. Here's the recipe. And they're gone making their cake themselves. So I love that. Consulting yeah. Clients have, um, my current consulting client does not have an OBM, Andrea. Um, he has I end up hiring staff. a yeah. lot of OBMs for my consulting clients. That's one thing that like inadvertently, um, but let's see, two of my consulting clients do have OBMs. Yeah, they absolutely can. And what is the difference between consulting and being an OBM? I mean, implementation versus consulting. Yeah. Like you managing, right? Sure. OBMs try not to do a lot of implementation. Let's be honest. Like they end up doing some degree of it and you have your hands on all facets of the business and you're the puppeteer making sure that everything is being orchestrated. And like Kiva said, you're in the day to day and you're, you know, checking in on Slack. You're not doing that as a consultant. You're showing up. You have really clear boundaries that Very people clear. are happy to respect. Yeah. So. Like you're using like the OBM, you're driving the bus, you know, like a consultant. You, you're, you're, you kind of got an Uber driver, you know, and you're in the back of the, of the car, like being driven, <laughs> you know, like you're not having to pay attention to all of the things like, or maybe you have a Tesla that's driving itself. I don't know, but you know, it's just not you driving the bus, having to keep your hand and pulse on every single little tidbit to make sure that it gets to the finish line, whether it's for a launch or just the day-to-day -day operations of the business or anything else like that. Now you want cake. I do too. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, you're not in there having to keep your hand on, keep your finger on the pulse of every single thing. It's literally like you've given the instructions and they literally go off and then they come back to you. And so it's more of a, a boomerang, you know? So for mine, um, yeah, I told y'all at the beginning, I was a pricey OBM. So um, <laughs> for my consulting, it is $9.97 a month. Um, that's for two calls. Um, and I do plan to raise that though. Once I, I want to get like two more and just do it a little bit more. And then I want to bump that up because my brain is like got a lot of stuff in it. If you do this program, <laughs> I'm going to make you like pinky swear that you will not offer your consulting for less than seven fifty a month for your yeah. first retainers. And then with the promise that you're going to bump it up to one K beyond that. Yeah. So my consulting now, um, is I would say that the average is like 997 to like 1500. Sure, you can go well beyond that. And some of the things I want you to consider too, you can be a specific consultant, like Pam brought up earlier, you can be an EOS implementer and go through that program and, and be certified to only, you know, consult in one specific space, or maybe you want to be an Enneagram consultant, or maybe you want to be a Colby consultant or whatever it is, or you can be like Kiva and I, and we bring all the stuff to the table, right? We've got a big old pack of all the different things and you get to name your price. And so it's a combination of your experience, your confidence, what will the market bear? Who is your ideal client? But these aren't piddly offers and people who want consulting, you know, aren't thinking that they're going to get a deal. I've hired a ton of consultants for my business this year and I want them because I want them to come in and tell my team and I exactly how we do X or how we get from here to here or what's the best way to do this, right? 
I mean, Andrea, you are the perfect example of a consultant. You should be consulting about quiz strategy right now. Like people want that. Like how can that fit into my business, right? And so you use the fact that you are, you know, a certified interact consultant or whatever it is and you happen to be an online business manager. Like that's that's freaking gold. So the price varies, but I was really able to replace retainers with consulting clients. So I went from being able to have, you know, 20 hours in someone's business to let's round it up to five in a month, right? right? That's with all the conversation and that's no joke. And yes, I was able to take OBM retainer clients and move them into the consulting role. I did that with three different clients. Two of them are still my clients today and that's two years later. One of them is a huge referral partner for me. So there's all kinds of ways to like, to make this recipe. You know what I mean? We can make it gluten-free, we can make paleo, keto, whatever you need. It's more of, do you wanna do this is, is what it comes down to. Yeah. And I mean, um, you really have to, I think one of the things that you just said was that it was that understanding that you can even transition clients that you currently have, you know, into this space, because for a lot of like, and I'm speaking right now to my OBMs, DOOs, like, let's be real, like you're doing a whole bunch of consulting. It's your strategy that you are helping with that business. Um, right. And that's what you're doing most of the times on a day-to-day -day basis you know, and it's now just taking that and saying, okay, how about we're doing that over here? You know, some of these teams don't really, they might need you in, and some need you more than others, but there are some that they're borderline, you know, what they're really hiring you for is your brain to get them from point A to point B, you know, and let's be realistic. There are Google, like everybody and their mama now needs to be online because of the pandemic. And now it's like, okay, go get, there's mamas, aunts, cousins. Oh, there's so many people out there that need you. And you just need to be the one talking about this, being visible about this. Because I think a lot of us, we don't, we don't honor the skills that we truly do. No. And have. that's the biggest, we don't. like, that's going to be the biggest hurdle. And that's why we're we're diving in first with the mindset. Like I want, you already have the skills. You do. If you're like, I want to do this thing, you can already do it. You're the reason you're standing. You're in probably your own already way, so. doing it. <laughs> you just you don't totally realize. Are. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to, Kiva's going to be there to be a little more loving. I'm going to be there to be loving, but also push you off that diving board a little faster. And we've used that analogy before, but it's true. I mean, you you can stay safe, especially as fact finders, we can be gathering information and studying more and like, oh, I gotta read this one more time. You guys, I have books for days on my desk. I'm prepping for this consulting framework accelerator. What do you think I'm doing? I'm trying to get more of an expert on it than I already more am, books. right? <laughs> I wanna deliver the best experience possible. And my husband's like, babe, you've been doing this successfully for three years now. And like, you're, you get massive results. I'm like, I know, but I want to make sure like, it's just inherently who we are. And if you relate to that, and you're like, oh my gosh, that is, <laughs> I could hear myself in that. You probably should consider it. And here's the beauty of it. You can do exactly what Kiva does and keep it in your back pocket. I don't advertise my consulting at all. And I, another thing that she said, and what we're going to push a lot in the program is be willing to hop on a call with anybody because they might have been told from somebody in their mastermind or their business bestie that they need this, they have no idea what the hell they know they need something. Yeah, and so nice. helping them see the other possibilities. And they're like, okay, how can we work together? You know, that that's it. You're being the conduit. You're helping them unlock the pieces in their brain that they don't have the secret key to. So mm -hmm. we have about 12 minutes left. So I, I want to do some more Q and A. I want to tell you a little bit about 
what we're we're doing with this program. So we're kicking off the inaugural round March 1st and 2nd. And it's going to be a two-day virtual intensive. So we're going to be live on Zoom and we're going to spend two half days essentially together, like eight to one Pacific time. And we're going to go through all the modules. And so for those of you that are like, yeah, I just want to get in there. Like this isn't going to be dripped out. You're going to have to wait. Like I'm going to give it all to you. And we're going to talk about all the big things. And then we're going to have six additional weeks of coaching. Okay. And so you're going to get one call a week with me and you're going to get one call a week with Kiva and you're going to have homework. So you're going to know exactly what you need to do. But if you're a, a real high quick start, like you could go and build your consulting framework that first weekend and like get marketing in. And the beauty is, is like with one consulting, yes, signed contract, like you can get your return back for the investment in the program. So it's 3K for this beta round. We do have a payment option. We're officially open. We have a beautiful sales page, sales page done. I'm going to drop that in here right now. Like, and then what are some of the other things that I wanted to share? We have guest experts galore coming. So it's not only me, right? I'm just one piece of the puzzle. You're hearing Kiva talk today. Like she's got this figured out as well. And she's going to bring her own insights and what's worked. I'm going to bring in one of my actual consulting clients, Jamie, who was an OBM client of mine. I transitioned her from being an OBM client into a consulting client. And she's still my consulting client two years later, and she's amazing. So she's going to talk about like what that looks like and what the transformations have been and what we continue to work on. And we'll, we'll be real. Like, what do we talk about in our calls? We're going to tell you, and you're probably going to be surprised. I'm going to say that, like, you're probably going to be surprised. Probably. And then we have a marketing coach coming in. Michelle Vroom is going to come and she, we just had a long call yesterday. She's all in on the program, loves what we're doing, by the way, super excited. And so she's going to speak specific marketing strategy to help you be supported to go out and market this. Um, we're bringing Rachel Aiken in to do um, 90 day planning at the end so that you can commit to creating a 90 day plan to support exactly this framework, right? You've invested in this. You say you're going to do it now. How are you going to do it? Like, what are your goals and how are you going to meet them? And then we're working on some more guest experts as well. So this is going to be really, really quite a fun program. I have women who are in my mastermind who are signed up for this. I have women who are one-on-one -on -one coaching who are signed up for this. I have women I've never worked with before because they're like, oh my God, this is the thing I've been looking for. <laughs> Somebody lovingly last week called me the mad scientist, like as they saw me on on <laughs> on a live talking about it. Cause you guys, I am, I'm so addicted to creating this. I think my team is just like, please Lord, let this thing be launched. Let us be done. <laughs> so she stops coming up with more ideas that I am. I am so passionate about it. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna drop the, here is the link. Super simple, super simple. If you can spell Froelich in your sleep. I was talking with Pam the other day. I'm like, why can't my last name be Smith or Slade? So let's go and answer questions before we wrap up today. And do you charge? I want to, Andreas, do you charge for the intro calls? Do you I'm, mean like the I, discovery calls? Or do you mean like the first call? Because I think that ties into another question Tanisha asked or some, no. Kimberly says, do you still have a strategy session as a prerequisite before they become a consulting client? So I, for, for me, like when someone books a call with me, there's like kind of that beginning Dubsado form, but then I have a more detailed form that they have to complete prior to our call. So when I get on the call with them, I have a pretty good rundown of where they are in their business, where their financials are, you know, a lot of information. So as part of my consulting though, I do start off with a 90 minute call, but that's like, our first call. And in that mm -hmm. call, we are setting up what are going to be like our goals for our three month, which addresses someone else's question 
was the average length of time a consulting client sees. So it has, mine starts off with a three month agreement. Um, so yep. that's where we are with that. So I do start off with that first call and it's, it's 90 minutes. It's longer because of the fact that we're digging a little deeper, um, kind of like a strategy call. And then going from there, mapping out everything. I used Dubsado. So like literally I put the portal inside the portal. I put the link to the shared Google Drive, which houses our Zoom videos, uh, recordings, as well as the working document that we're both in. Um, I create little check boxes and, you know, like for the to do's kind of highlight those and everything. I mean, if you saw the document, it's, it is not rocket science. <laughs> well, know, remember like, when I shared mine with you, I'm like, yes. you're overcomplicating this and you were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I was thinking way too deep. <laughs> Kiva is already what she described there is much more beautiful than mine, but it doesn't, ha you know, that's up to you what, what you want to do. I like the idea of a 90 minute call as the first step. And that's part of what the framework that we're going to go over. I don't do that anymore, but I also have this as a well-oiled machine. And if somebody hops on a discovery call with me, I don't make them also do a strategy session. I either tell them you need to consult with me or I say, whatever it is they need, you need to go put in an RFP for a DOO or an OBM or whatever it might be. So I find myself always falling into these conversations. I have a discovery call this Friday and I'm going to definitely go the consulting angle. I love that. Let's do it, girl. <laughs> You can package your skills and be a true consultant through so much of the work you do as an OBM. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then that's just it. You can take pieces of certifications and trainings that you already have and then complement those with your unique skill set and say, like, how can I go and consult? How can I provide a lot of value? Like I consult with a lot of membership site owners. If you had told me that I would do that two years ago, I would be like, I don't know anything about membership site owners. But now I've worked with lots and lots. And I'm actually hosting a mastermind for them, a, a one day mastermind, because I've had so many over the past year. And I'm doing that just for fun. because That's how much I love my consulting clients. Like no kidding. And Jamie, my client, she might be listening. She's like, what's your, what's your like purpose with doing this? I'm like, I just want to bring you guys together. Cause you're all really cool people. And she was like, <laughs> well, and so I felt myself like justifying that I was doing this thing. Right. And she's like, what I'm trying to get at is like, can you make something ongoing that we can pay to be part of? And I was like, Oh, you want to pay me for that as well? You know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't end, right? You're constantly being like, really, I have that also that skill, but you don't know. It's just like anything until you start doing what else might be possible in terms of your expertise, right? So there's a, it's a pretty fun option to consider in your business. I'll say that. I love what Amy shared. She says, I feel like most of my consulting clients have been handpicked by me. I've done a bigger project and decided mm. I don't want to work more closely with them. And that's really the feeling that you want. You want like, I mean, I think for all of us, we want those clients who um, we can love on and they can love on us back, you know, um, like the easy relationships <laughs> um, are like when there's flow, it's just so much, so, so, so much better, you know? And I think that was one of the things, um, you know, most of my clients are female. And so to have a, a my first client wasn't male. And so like this one with Chris, I mean, he literally does what I say. It's like, okay, go do this and read this. Okay. I even like <laughs> I consult with a husband and wife team. And the other thing that's amazing about consulting, and this is going to make me go on a little bit of a rabbit hole, right? I consulted with a husband and wife team. And then now Rachel, uh, who's on my team, Rachel Nice, she consults with them in a different capacity. I've helped them hire VAs. They're coming to my mastermind. I'll consult with them again, probably later this summer. They've sent me referrals. Like you get one and you do a good job and they start like 
you become this thing that people are looking for, right? They're like, that's the missing piece. Like I already have a business coach. I'm already in a mastermind. I'm not quite ready for this yet. Well, maybe I am, but I don't know. I need somebody who's going to be able to talk about all the things with me and help guide me on what my next steps are. And so you might have a three-month engagement and they might go away and then they're going to come back to you in six months or whatever it might be, or it might be ongoing. But to answer the question a while back, like definitely a minimum of of a three-month commitment is really where I like to encourage people to be three or six. But, you know, have that, you need to have enough time to gain traction and get results. But also you don't have to lock yourself in because a lot of women come to me and they say, I just don't want to be long-term with clients anymore. This is a great option, right? You want to do the Mary Poppins thing. And I I got that from Amy. You want to come in and wave your wand and make some magic happen. And then off you go. And maybe you'll come back again later, but you don't have to stay, right? I love that. I'm just going to sleep in with my umbrella. (laughs) My Mary Poppins bag of goodies. Um, Chiquita's on. And if you haven't caught the podcast from last week I did with Chiquita, Chiquita talks about her journey into adding consulting. Um, Chiquita and I met before the OBM, clear over in, what were we doing? The Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel. Yeah, Yeah, the (laughs) Integrator Masterclass Academy. And that was part of my journey of like, you know, but I don't consult just as an integrator by any means. I pull in pieces of that because that also impacts it depending on the client. I might consult with a client and never bring up the term integrator. That might not resonate with them, right? And that's the beauty of it. You get to open up the doors much wider to who you'll work with because this is really niched down way more on personality, way more for me anyway. So what other, <laughs> do you have any less? Mary Poppins of the Smithsonian. I mean, I stop with your Smithsonian. That. You're making me feel so like my credentials. Yeah, you know, I'm there. a museum gal. So she's <laughs> right. speaking all my love languages there. Oh, <laughs> right, Gabby, know. I'm so late. Can't wait to watch the replay. I'm so excited for our day of Voxer. I just want to say that. Definitely the Mary Poppins. Okay, ladies. So let me know um, if you have questions about this. Here's the thing. If you're interested send me a DM, send me an email. I don't want you in this program if it's not the right fit. So if you have questions, I'm going to answer them for you. And I'm going to answer them honestly. I've told several women, this isn't the right time, either financially, or it's not in alignment with, you know, really inherently how they want to work in their business moving forward. This isn't about selling you into a program. This is about giving you an opportunity if it's the right fit for you. So don't be afraid to reach out to me or reach out to Kiva. And we will fight to me. And we will help you, like genuinely help you because this is this is going to be a game changer if it resonates with you. So some of the things, I'm just going to go back through these. Are you tired of the doing? Because those are things I'm hearing a lot. Like I'm just tired of being the one doing in my clients' businesses, right? Are you maxed out with one-on-one clients? You have five retainer clients and you're like, but I'm capped. I am capped with time. I'm hitting 8K a month, 6K a month. How am I ever going to get to 15K a month? Retainer clients, right? because you still want to grow. You want to help more people. You want to make more money. All right. Do you love strategy or do you think maybe you love strategy? Are you a big picture thinker? And do you like to create a plan? Do you like to be able to look at those Christmas lights like Kiva said and say, oh, hold on, there's a better way to do this. And do you love sharing expertise and helping people get results? Or could you see yourself sharing your expertise and getting results? It's okay if you come to me and say, I want to be this person. I don't have the confidence and I know I have mindset issues. That's normal. So <laughs> I want you to know that. Like it's that's to be expected. normal. So wait, there's I want to talk all here. things but I know, right? I'm like, come on, Brianna, let's do it. <laughs> um, so wait, what's this question? I'm struggling with giving someone a set of tasks 
objectives. How much help do you give with that? Like they say they need to hire a VA. Are you building out the job description for them, sending them templates? So, I mean, for that one, that's a good one. Cause I mean, that, that's one of the things we've talked about um, in terms of Chris hiring. And so, I mean, I have to be honest, I have a few kind of already made up VA templates. Right. Um, so therefore I just kind of tweak based on like what they're kind of more so looking for. So kind of having that in your arsenal of um, kind of stuff, um, just part of your info is really helpful. Um, but yeah, I and I think I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't like to me, like to do the actual hiring, that's going to be an add on. Like that's totally, yeah, that's me taking on this additional role and I'm going to send this out. I'm going to manage the responses. I'm going to do the first two levels of interviews and I'm going to give you the top three. No, that's $1,500 more. Um, right. So. Exactly. But I think what, you know, to further answer that, Mary, like you start building a little repository of stuff like, oh, I have, and that's as you niche down. Like for me with the membership site clients or whatever, I find that a bunch of them ask the same questions. So I'm starting to gather resources that I can just share. Today, a consulting client, she I took her into one of my Facebook groups to show her how I had a welcome journey set up. And she's like, oh, because we were literally in her Facebook group and I'm screen sharing and I'm like, I'd optimize this. I would do this. And I was like, let me show you mine. She's like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm like, I'm just going to record you a quick tutorial. That way you can share with your community manager and you can go implement it, right? It took me three minutes. Like, I'm happy to do that, right? But is yeah. that outside of the scope of work technically? But the beauty is, is like, those are the value adds that you can bring. Or, you know, you might find like a lot of my clients don't know how to delegate. They are solopreneurs and they're starting to build a team. So I've created a delegation inventory resource and I'll share that with them. It has a little video, but I still had to create that at one point. Right. And then right. the beauty is you, you just start adding to it. So yeah, you can definitely give them things for sure. And you should, as long as you don't find yourself like going above and beyond. Right. What, like, don't take beyond, it beyond within that. Reason. Right. Yeah. Yes. Within reason, you know, the small little things that we can, you know, quickly recruit value add on. Yeah. And be like, yeah. Oh, here, here's this. They just love that and relish on that because it's like, Oh my gosh, you cared enough to give me that. But yeah, like to do some like beyond sharing an already created job description or like, you know, anything else like that, that would be an, uh, another service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies, thank you. This has been so fun. We had like 50 people on at one point, which is just, I love it. So, so fun, especially on a, on a random Wednesday afternoon. Hey, Lindsay <laughs> and Lindsay's in. Um, that's so fun. I love it. I, there's, there's so many ladies that have already said yes because of being on the VIP wait list. So registration is open. Um, we will have enrollment open for about another week and a half. So jump in. We we have some really exciting things that we're continuing to add every single day. It's going to be a fast-paced program. So if you're somebody who's like, yeah, I love to move quickly and I want I want to add consulting like now, this is definitely this is for you. So if you're not sure, reach out to me, reach out to Kiva. We're going to give you honest answers and help you make that decision. So Kiva, thank you. I'm so thank excited you. to do this with you too. Like now, <laughs> of course I was excited, but like I want more of these now. Oh, we're on like, now. It's on. The <laughs> I got to hear more about this Dallas Cowboys cheerleader thing, though. Let well, you know, you. I, you know, I saw one of those episodes and I think one of the ladies was in her 50s. So, you know, my time isn't up yet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Amanda's on. She's already enrolled in it. Um, Corey's on. She's already enrolled. So this is going to be really, really fun. 
Yay, Ashley, I hope that we might see you in there. That would be super exciting. All right, ladies, we'll talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.